1: Welcome to the Garden Report on CLNS and Celtics blog. After a big game one victory from the Celtics over the Wizards tonight, or today, I should say, we got a a rare day game here. 123 to 111, Celtics take game one. It didn't look like they were going to take game one in the beginning of this one. They go down 16 to 0 to start this game, fight all the way back, take their first lead of the game in the third quarter. And go on to win in pretty convincing fashion. I thought they played really, really well for three quarters today. I mean, it wasn't a full game. But you saw a Celtics team keep on rolling from the Bulls series. Not a lot of time in between, which I think was a good thing for them because they've, they've been on a roll. And you saw today, came out a little bit flat, but refound that groove led by Isaiah Thomas.
2: Absolutely. Isaiah getting into town after his sister's funeral at 4 a.m. today. He looked exhausted in all the pressers. You know, says, "Look at this this is the playoffs, no no excuses, right?" And Al Horford obviously defended him, but the point here is, Isaiah came out, he came out strong, he lost his tooth, and then what happened? He
1: got hot. As Brad Stevens said, the tooth was probably holding him back. So if if you, you definitely know by now, Isaiah Thomas had his tooth knocked out. Uh, Midway through the first quarter, I mean, if you already didn't think it was a a nightmare first quarter, then you go and lose your front tooth. Get knocked out of the game, and just Isaiah Thomas goes over calmly, picks it up. They pop it back in, folks, in the <laughs> middle of the game. They just—I don't even—I you know you could just do that. I mean, it's not like it was a fake tooth. This is a tooth that was rooted in there. I don't know. Maybe but
2: Jimmy in the pressers—he had a hilarious lisp because he the did. tooth fell back. Fell
1: out, out again. I don't know if that thing was this rotting. This guy
2: has been through hell in, he the really two, in the last two three. He really years. has. And
1: you know what? And, and and you think about everything he's gone through, and a, a missing tooth is probably it's nothing compared to what he had to go. On. I mean, yesterday. He was, I believe it was yesterday, it was yesterday. He had to, yeah, had to, they had to bury his sister, and he spoke at the funeral from what I saw on, online. Um, you know, just to, to, to come back, fly through the night. You know, you don't really get a great night's sleep on a plane. You can try, but you're not really getting full rest. To come out today and drop 33 points yep. and lead the team uh, in, in a Game 1 victory where it looked like they were down and out to start things off, I mean, it, it just continues to speak volumes about this guy. I mean, this is this is a player who has so many things on his mind right now, much bigger than basketball, and for him to come out that way, what, what, what does it say to you?
2: I mean, he's the leader of this team. There's no doubt about it. They look towards him, and he's leading by example, mm-hmm. uh, making sacrifices, family sacrifices, to be here with his team. And his teammates couldn't praise him enough. We saw it after Game 5 with Avery Bradley. Today we saw it with Al Horford. Mm-hmm. And... I think it's also done a great thing. I mean, you take a bad situation and, and try to put a good twist on it. The team has come together. I think adversity okay. has brought them together through all this, and they seem more cohesive than they have all season.
1: Yeah, you mentioned it off camera. To you, it feels like the Celtics have matured over the, last, yeah, over the last few weeks, and I think I can definitely see that as well. I mean, they've had adversity throughout the year, but perhaps you know when you lose somebody that close to you, and it's your star player. I mean, that's it's tough to have more adversity than that. And and at this stage of the of the season and going into the playoffs, for them to come back the way they have, I just think that it, it does show maturity, like you mentioned, Jimmy.
2: And then the flip side of that too is having gone through the losses in games one and two. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think being able to come back from that, not rolling over, this team matured, grew up in this, and there, and they are playing above their potential.
1: And the team's rallying around, Isaiah. You saw yeah, Kelly Olenek with a huge game today. Al Horford with maybe one of his best games of his yeah. Celtics' career. We're going to talk about those two players. We're going to also talk about how the Markeith Morris injury may have also affected this game. Sounds like he's going to play in game two based on what he told reporters in the locker room. I wasn't there, but that's what I had heard. Um, so we're going to get into all those things. Hopefully, our good friend Jared Weiss will be here to join us. Where is he? I I don't know. I don't know where this guy is. He's all over the place. He's probably in the locker room still interviewing players right now. But we're going to have Jared back with us for the second video. So stay right there. Celtics 123-111. Game one win over the Washington Wizards. We will be right back.
0: Welcome to part two of the Garden Report. Now Jared Weiss is here. I'm joined by Jimmy Toscano. We found him. I'm alive, I'm well, just like the Celtics season after a rough start. This program, part two of the Garden Report, is brought to you by Blue Apron. Go to blueapron.com slash garden report for three free meals and free shipping on your first order. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Celtics almost had free shipping to the end of the season there at the Ooh. beginning. They were nice. down 16 <laughs> nothing. They uh, they won the rest of the game by 29 points. Yeah. And a big Completely reason. Completely different team you guys covered isaiah thomas in the first video we did in depth let's talk about first what al horford did especially in the second half of this game he had 21 points 10 assists nine rebounds another game in the playoffs where he comes just short of a triple double something tells me he doesn't really care about his stats no triple double clause in that contract that's right that's right he's not going for that extra (laughs) rebound uh he was an incredible facilitator yeah and he really took it to the team when they needed it um You know, Marquise Morris being hurt in this game means that
1: there was a physical disadvantage for
0: Washington over the course of the game, and Horford really wanted to exploit that.
1: Yeah, they did exploit it. I think this was peak Al Horford tonight. Obviously, with that stat line, you know he's doing everything out there on the court. Sometimes it doesn't show up on the stat sheet, but on a day like today, it actually did. So for all the Horford haters, hashtag Horford haters out there, they're pretty quiet today, I think. I mean, you saw Horford. The one thing I will say about Horford is he's not as aggressive on offense as you want him to be sometimes with the shot. But today, he was hitting some nice jumpers, um, and I, I was very impressed by his performance, not only on the court, but off the court. I, I noted um, there was a stretch there in the third quarter where Marcus Smart picked up two really quick fouls, really frustrated, stormed off to the bench. You noted it. Uh, you tweeted about it as well. And Isaiah Thomas was kind of yelling at him from the court, like, come on, man, like, you know, shape up. Not the or, first time it's happened. In the no, not the first so time, no. Um, basically, Smart was really frustrated, sat down on the bench in the, at the end, Al Horford got up from his seat on the bench, and whoever was sitting next to Smart, he kicked him up, basically, and he sat down next to Smart, and they probably chatted for a bit. But that's that veteran presence that I think Horford really brings this team, that playoff presence, too, because a lot of these players on the Celtics, they don't have a ton of experience in the playoffs like Horford does more. And Marcus came back
0: in the game like a minute later. Only he did. took a couple of plays yeah.
1: off, uh, but he
0: still had a rough night, and Jalen Brandt had to finish that one off. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let's get to Kelly Olynyk, who was the guy that really Huge. saved this team here. Yeah. He, they put him to work on Boyan Bogdanovich in the post, and Bogdanovich shouldn't even have a prayer against him. And no. but To Boyan's credit, one, he's a horrible defender. He was going to lose that matchup. But he was very effective in the fourth quarter. He had some big threes at that four-point play mm-hmm. that yep. put Washington back in it, but the Celtics were able to kind of slam the door back on them. But Kelly Olenek is going to be a matchup issue for Washington in this series Didn't if Marky Forest goes down. <laughs> but, yeah, it really is going to be an issue for them.
1: The good thing about Kelly, and we all know this, is that he can score from all over. He's a stretch big. And when he's on, like he was today, he forces those defenders out. So that's going to open things up for guys like whether it's Horford going to the paint or whether it's Thomas. If Olenek is stretching the floor the way he can, if he's hitting those threes that he hit, that's just another added benefit to him being on, you know, on the floor at that time. So huge, huge minutes from him off the bench when the Celtics were really struggling to find offense. Him and Isaiah got hot at the same time from three po- from the three-point line, and that them that woke them up. I think you know when they started to see some of those baskets go in. Celtics shot damn near 50% from the three-point line today. So you really can't expect that going forward. But the but watching the ball go in the basket just does wonders for their confidence and breaks out of that slump.
0: I mean, they had a franchise record or tying a franchise playoff record, 19 threes tonight. <laughs> I asked Brad Stevens after the game if he felt the water is finally yeah. seeked, sought its level, and he said, I sure as hell hope not. Hope not. So <laughs> <laughs> let's see if they hit a franchise or an NBA record, 27 threes in the next game. Uh, one way it's going to help them do that is Marky Morris. Okay. Is, he has a sprained ankle. That was a bad-looking sprain. It's, he sprains his ankle a lot, and he said this is the worst one that he's suffered really? so far. He did, yeah. And
1: I mean we saw it live and I was but like, didn't he crap. say he was he gonna play in game ankle? too?
0: He did, but do you believe that? I don't that's I thing. don't believe I, wasn't that. There I don't for think it. he's gonna I wasn't play. there
1: to see how it all how we said it or how the question was asked or anything, but I saw that he said he was gonna try to give it a go. That might just be wishful thinking and a lot of times, you know, it might take a longer period of time before that thing really swells up even more and if if it's swollen too much, I mean, yeah, he's not going to be able to give it a go. He can only do so much on one leg. I mean, Rondo wanted to play in the next game, and he right. was done, right? So we'll see what happens.
0: It is a sprain. It's not a break. He thought it was broken at first, and I saw his reactions reading his lips. I mean, he was basically saying, I think I'm, I think it might be broken. So he, I think he was surprised that he was able to actually walk off the court at some point. But you could see the way that he sometimes was. Sometimes is sorry. He, he, no. no I was going
1: to say, sometimes a, a, a bad sprain is worse than a than a broken ankle, <laughs> to be completely honest. They say that. I, I don't know if it's true I'm, but I'm not a doctor, I'm take but your me-
0: yeah, I'm gonna take your medical uh, advice I'm going to stick that with one. that one yeah. okay well either way <laughs> Marky Forbes being hurt is a big issue for the Wizards. Celt- uh for the, the, the Wizards, great for the Celtics because Ubre was very good in this game mm-hmm But the Celtics are going to be able to take advantage of that. Stevens is going to be able to pick that one apart. He went with Jalen Brown down the stretch, and Jalen played very well. This is a guy that hasn't really played at all except for some garbage time minutes in the playoffs. Do you think that Jalen's going to show up more now that we know, obviously, Gerald Green? Well, actually, the injury could change it, but it's probably not going to be Gerald Green starting in Game
1: 2. Right, so I think he's going to—we're going to see more. You couldn't see less of him because he didn't play, what, the last four games? So I think Jalen Brown, for him to come in just out of nowhere and hit that three-pointer— you know, cold essentially, and then played defense on Bogdanovich and some other guys on there on the wing. Um, He's once again proven that he can be ready when called upon. So I think you will see him, especially if Smart, if Smart's continuing to struggle. I mean, obviously Smart gives you a ton out there, even when he's not scoring, but there might be a time where Smart's just not getting it going on maybe either end and maybe frustrations continues to set in for him where they say, hey, Jalen, you know, go in there gerald green it sounds. it seems like uh that little honeymoon stretch there uh in the starting lineup might be coming to an end i think he just played eight minutes today and i think it was a minus 12 or something around there um he so, got a
0: quick plug at the beginning of the game yeah so. exactly
1: oh. so he didn't really get a chance to redeem himself um, i'm not sure he'll be starting game two we'll see what'll happen maybe he finally goes with marcus smart in the starting lineup he did
0: start the second half mm-hmm. wouldn't say whether or not he's going to start in game two Probably not going to be Amir Johnson because Amir could barely get on the floor in this one, too. So this will be a very interesting Small ball. Yeah, it's going to be small no matter what. We'll see what happens. We will see you after game two here on Tuesday night at the TD Garden between the Wizards and the Celtics. Stay on this playlist for all of the locker room coverage. You get to hear from both sides of the coin on this one. Uh, That'll do it for Jimmy, for Nick Jelso who's on the show before, for our producer Jeremy Karp. This is the Garden Report on CLNS and Celtics blog.